You're listening to Thoughtful Discussions. I'm Josh Snyder, and I'm here with Zach Soraki. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. So I've been painting for the past like 10 years mm-hmm. and uh, recently painting a lot more. Um, I also work as an education coordinator. Cool. And I create programs for kids from preschool to like people my age. So cool. Uh, work a lot in the community, but also paint a lot of things. Um, so I have two two great things I love to do. Yeah. And that's just what that's that's my life. Awesome. You're living the dream. Uh, living get, the dream. We're getting there. Yeah. As long as you're doing <laughs> what you're loving. Yeah. Then you can say that. Yeah. I'll let you say yeah. that. All right. Fair. I was playing with you, but I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're living the dream. Right. As long as we're alive, I think we're living the dream. It's true. It's true. We got a lot to be thankful for. For sure. Um, so tell me about your art. If someone's listening, they can't visualize it. What do you, what do they see when they see your art? What do you hope that they'll feel? Yeah. Uh, so I like to call myself a pop abstractionist, mm-hmm. which means I take like pop art characters and um, either make them abstract or I'll put like an abstract painting in the background mm-hmm. and then create a character over top of it with like, uh, you know, heavy black lines. That's my style. Gotcha. Really colorful and then thick mm-hmm. black uh, lines creating a character. Got you. And you've done things where uh, maybe not as conventional. You'll play with different shapes. You'll uh, you'll cut out like woodcuts or, or laser cuts for for different pieces. Um, what inspires you to kind of push that boundary and, and be a little bit more um, on that edge? Yeah. So the woodcuts came from a project where I was kind of forced to do woodcuts. Yeah. And I was like, that's easy. I can do this. And then I can paint. <laughs> Which yeah. I was doing already, you know? Gotcha. And then as soon as I finished that uh, product, which is like on the center of my town during the winter, mm-hmm. it's like uh, they do a, a Christmas display every year and thousands of people drive by. Yeah. And so I recreated this gingerbread house, which had little gingerbread men cut out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I used my jigsaw for that. And then I just had my Mickey Mouse design that I was able to cut out in like maybe five minutes yeah and so i just started doing that and now um just taking characters that i've drawn in the past and cutting them out of different materials sort of creating like a 3d mm-hmm. um version of something you'd want on your wall rather than just a, a canvas and uh, just looking at new revenues to create really got you not my favorite thing to do cut i like the painting but yeah yeah it's fun 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 product now you do commissions as well, sure. right? So always. what's um, what's you like doing it? Is it always a challenge? What's uh, how do you get involved in that? Commissions are like a blessing, but also a curse because yeah. you want to have people that want to buy your stuff. Right. It's a first sh- first for sure sale. Right. So that's the that's the great part about it. Gotcha. But as an artist, you have your ideas, and you have what you want to work on, and it's really hard to get back to those whenever you're working for somebody else and you know deadlines are a thing Mm -hmm. and um you know creating a product that they absolutely want that's another struggle but also i think you can easily get stressed whenever you're you know right under the pressure trying to make something for somebody else so absolutely i'm sure you know that 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 happens often but i would also like to get to the point where i don't have to do commissions anymore and can strictly do what i want but uh, it's a great thing that people want to yeah. have me do things for them. So yeah, extremely grateful for all the commissions that I've received <laughs> and in the future will receive. 
Good. Um, if you if you could paint anything, what would you be what would you be working on? Yeah. Um, murals, just outdoor stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, the end result. Bigger the better. Yeah. Oh, always. Okay. Um, the the end result is to just travel and do murals. Gotcha. And now, like now, I'm traveling and doing art shows and right. solo shows and you know collective group shows. Yeah. Um, that's fun. You get to explore the town, but the ultimate dream is to just you know get paid to go to a, a city, cool. paint something on their wall or business. Yep. yep. And then uh, you know. Stay there, check it out, and then come home. Gotcha. That's the dream. Cool. Everyone has a little bit of a different dream, so that's that's a good one, though. Right. I like it. Yeah, it might not be for all people. Yeah. Probably sleeping in my car, you know. <laughs> <laughs> At first, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so tell me, how long have you been doing this more professionally, where you've been selling your art, and then how long have you been doing this, and what inspired you in the first place to really get into it? Yeah, probably like Five years ago, I mm-hmm. started selling things Got you. quite regularly, yeah. and that all just became from you know me posting things on Facebook and Got people you. being like, "Oh, this is really cool. Can I buy this from you?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You know, and that was mm. that was an awesome experience. Right. But then I started doing that more, and then uh, I think I got into my first art show because I painted these little rocks. That were, I have a, a creek behind my house, and I would take these little rocks that I would yeah. find shapes that looked like characters. So, like, I have an acorn head that looked like Meatwad. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like him at all but until I painted him. Right. And then it so looked you exactly see the shape. Like, yeah. And you're like, all right. And uh, I posted this one. It was seriously smaller than a penny, and it took me 16 hours to do. And it was uh, SpongeBob. It was just a little square. <laughs> and uh, the little details, you know, took 16 hours. But... Someone saw that and was like, hey, I'm having an art show um, come up. And then I set up like a booth and yeah, everything just came from that, really. Got just, you. Just the next thing came. Now, would you say that was just uh, happenstance or be in the right place at the right time? Or did like you, you put a lot of effort into it and then it finally came out? Yeah, I probably put out like eight other well-painted characters until someone that really noticed someone that matters in our yeah, yeah. community whatever uh saw it and was like hey i like this gotcha. come and i had other paintings of course right and um you know sold those but it was because of the little little tiny spongebob yeah yeah i still that'll, have it. that'll do it yeah because I, mean, I can't sell a little rock for like anything <laughs> <laughs> one day you will yeah don't I guess. give up on yeah, it yeah right yeah <laughs> be like you could have a wall at, a, at like a show and like there's stuff all around it and then there's like four feet of space and just this one little guy in the middle. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea because interesting enough, I'm working on a the, the series I've been doing where I'm sliming all the characters and cutting them out. Yeah. Um, I have SpongeBob is like a vampire gotcha. and he's covered in slime and might be blood. I don't know. I think okay. in Halloween he might be like gotcha. blood. Gotcha. But for now in the slime series, he'll be slimed and it's going to be like maybe two and a half feet tall. Gotcha. And I can have the little penny-sized one right next to that. That'd be pretty fun. Cool. I could see you doing a Halloween series where it's just like a series of all Halloween stuff. Yeah. Characters. Like Grimace and yeah. like the... But McDonald's. even like Simpsons and like just yeah. all yeah, of right. it. Just like yeah. they're all... You could take some of their Halloween characters and make mm-hmm. them like bloody instead of like slime. And Count like, Dracula. Yeah. Yes. The Booberry guy? What's the Booberry guy? <laughs> <laughs> the the one with the bone in his nose? The Leprechaun. One? Dude, that okay. would be the best. Yeah. <laughs> 
the worst. I've been watching that movie. That's why I'm thinking that. Like the scariest character, the so little, tiny leprechaun. Nice. Yeah. Cool. We're making ideas. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So Every time we get together, we have a million ideas. That's good. why I like talking with well, you. Well, now it's recorded, so we'll be able to go back to it. Yeah. And People will see how far these ideas get. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do a follow-up episode in like a year, year and a half. Okay. And then we can go from there. Yeah. See what all happened. It'll be a Halloween episode. It will be. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I'm excited. Um, pivotal moment for you when you decided like that you were going to take your art seriously. What what made that happen? Why did why is that something that you felt necessary? Because I was working really crappy jobs. Yeah. And uh, I would still work on my artwork while I was at those jobs. Yeah. Um, crappy bosses. No, 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 not crappy yeah. bosses. Just crappy work. Like I was doing masonry work. Yeah. And I was mixing cement all day. Yeah. And so. I had time to, while the guys were laying stone, I had extra time. Yeah. So I would sculpt things out of the cement. And um, the guys that I worked with, low key, I would sculpt boobs for them. And then I, <laughs> and I would just give them boobs because it's just a fun shape, right? And sure. they had a collection of rocks that they liked. And so they would take the, those home. And that was my way of like bonding with the guys that I really didn't have anything in common with. You right. know, right. I just had a job with them. Um, and then I worked at a nursing home and I did n night shift and I just checked up on people. It wasn't a nursing home. It was like a assisted living home. Those are different gotcha. things. Yep. Um, and so at nighttime I would just check up on people, but like 90% of the time you're kind of waiting for something yeah. to happen. And right. so I would take my paintings in and that was a great time to do work while I was at work. Yes. So then I was getting paid to paint. Now I'm actually getting paid. To paint. Um, <laughs> you get paid to paint twice. You get yeah. paid the hourly and the I mean the finished product. Yeah. That's not, that's great. But uh, I guess what was the original question? What was the pivotal moment where oh, you're like, oh. I need to do this? Right. Sorry. Um, yeah. It was whenever I sold a painting for a lot of money, and I yeah. was like, Wow. I should do if this I more. could do this all the time. If I could do this yeah. like once a week, I'd be yeah. I'd have so much money. Yeah. Um. But no, it actually. The main thing was whenever I got my actual job that I have now, yeah, um, that allowed me to take my like twenty-hour work days in three or four different jobs, and just kind of mellow it out to two jobs, and so I had more time to work with. Okay. Like I actually two jobs, being one is the real job, and the other one is not. Oh no, I still job. had two real jobs. Okay, but I had that momentum of like working like crazy, mm -hmm. and I think painting like crazy, and just not being able to go to sleep because I wasn't used to it, uh, creating. Opened up that window. Things just throughout the night. Got yeah. you. Got so you. It, was, it was having a, a little bit of a wiggle room as far as flexibility with time, I think. Got you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, who who do you look up to as artists, either locally, it could be, you know, dead artists, international, whatever. And what do you think of, like, the Pittsburgh scene as well? Yeah. So, Matt Gondek, for sure. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, I remember being in, like, I just got my license and he was painting at art all night. Yeah. And uh, me and my what friend. What year was that? Phew, 12, 13. I was probably in like, like I don't know, what year are you when you get your license? I was like 13, so like maybe <laughs> like 13 years. I don't, I don't know. 13, 10 years ago. Okay. In, okay. That, in that range. Yeah. Um, and I knew him from before. And I remember that being like such a cool thing to go see art all night. Like, yeah. It was just eye opening. And now I'm painting there. And uh, cool. one of the live painters there, but okay. him definitely. Uh, Did signups already out for that? I think you're kind of. They're already locked in. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't get a memo yet. No. Oh. Do you want to paint? 
I don't know. We'll see. So real cool thing. I might be painting with a kid that I met there. He was like 12 years old. Okay. And he had awesome. this real cool painting. It was real big. And uh, he's like, how do you how do you get up here and paint? And I was like, I'll just get you. Just come. Like, please come and we'll paint something. <laughs> so I'm hoping that that's my partner. Um, oh, cool. But cool. Eric, Poppy, yeah. uh, he'll be my partner this year. Awesome. Uh, so I might have two different partners. Cool. But yeah, definitely Matt Gondek. Um, I loved Adventure Time. It was very inspiring. It's something yeah. I would just put on as the background uh, to when I would paint. SpongeBob, of course. Yeah. The creator of SpongeBob. Um, Hillenberg, right? What's his name? Is I don't know his name. I think it's yeah, Hillenburg. Steven, Steven Hillenburg. Um, yeah. Him, mainly because my dad called him an idiot for creating characters. Yeah. I w we were watching SpongeBob on TV, and my dad was like, what an idiot. Why would... I can't believe this guy's making millions off of a talking sponge. And I was like, Dad, that's... In my head, I'm like, angry. You know, I'm like, Dad, that's genius. <laughs> that's the definition right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. He made a cartoon and he's making millions. That's amazing. Right. Pet rock. Um, well, he created a whole, like, universe, you would say. You know, right. Or, like, yeah. space and sea, under, under sea. I don't know. Right. But uh, him, of course, that was probably one of the things that inspired me to create characters and to make things um, with faces and, and hmm. masks. Um just those little dumb doodles you do as a kid that that right. really drove me to start my own little journal of uh, doodles so definitely him too and that's not local but uh, I'm trying to think like I love all Pittsburgh artists anytime yeah. I see something or a mural yeah. I'm so excited any art show that I can make it to yep so excited I love that I can call Pittsburgh artists my friends like yeah. you know you yeah. or just like all the people I met I don't want to name one person because I feel like I'd leave a lot out but I love being able to know people that create things, and I think that's just a cool thing about being an artist. You're kind of in that, you're in the same space with them like all the time. Like I see, right. we have friendships that exist only because we do the same thing, right. but we understand each other too in a different, yeah, in yeah. a different way too. Um, so yeah, pretty much anybody that's putting stuff out right now, I like it, unless cool. it's negative or right. I don't really like scary stuff either. Yeah, but. I mean, that's art itself. I'm not going right. to say I don't like it, but, you know, pretty much everybody. Cool. Who, uh, if you had a show and someone, like, if you if you could pick, like, an honored guest, who would it be that you would be like, I hope this one person shows up? Yeah, uh, Randy from Landy, Randy Land, because yeah. he doesn't go to anything, and, and <laughs> he makes me so mad. I actually uh, have a portrait of him that I took. Yeah? Um, yeah, he's one of my art pieces. That's um, awesome. He's a, he's a great guy, and he actually came... To the print shop and picked it up i signed one for him yeah cool yeah. so uh, shout out to him yeah we love randy randy is the man randy Absolutely. man <laughs> um yeah i love i love randy and, cool and uh i think he's just like a great per personality of pittsburgh absolutely i think there should be more people like randy cool yeah so randy if you make it to his show he'll be stoked yeah we can, do it. we can come up with some pretty cool stuff yeah for sure. Awesome. Very awesome. creative. I love it. Um, advice that you'd give to like 12-year-old you or someone that's just starting out, they're interested in doing art, but maybe they're not sure what it is they want to do yet. What would you, um, what, what advice would you give to them? 12-year-old me wouldn't listen to anything that anyone <laughs> told me to do yes. or not to do. So don't do these <laughs> things. What is it? What, what shouldn't you do? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, let, let's start. Let's reverse it. Uh Okay, don't do things. Um, and there's not many things that I 
have done that I would say not to do. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a good answer for that. That's okay. Don't don't like hold grudges, I guess, or don't be jealous of other people's there it is. artwork. Yes. Right? Like, so I think art is very right competitive, and like I thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. But before I was like, dang you for creating something really nice. Like <laughs> I should be doing that, but you can totally do that. Right. There's no excuse to be jealous. Yeah, the it. haters are always the people that are that that think that you're taking something away from them. Because you're at this level, they don't realize they think they're on the same level. Oh, yeah, and then they're like, Oh, you can't do that because, like, no, stop. There's plenty of room, there's so much room for all of us, exactly. And there should be more of us. That's there should be more. That's what I'm saying, absolutely. Um, so I'd say that, and then I would say probably like form uh, stronger relationships with uh, like people that you truly do admire, Mm -hmm. like the people that you look up. You People are way more know. accessible now than 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, like, you can just hit them up on Instagram or Facebook and be like, hey, I have a question for you, or I want to meet you, I'll mm-hmm. buy you a cup of coffee, Yeah, let's talk. Right. Like, you can do that, so do sure. it. Like, if, if there's, even if you're young, like, ask your mom or dad to go with you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I want to meet this artist. Yeah. There's an art show coming up. Go to art shows. Yeah, that's probably... Go. Yeah. Go to the art shows. I used to go to like concerts you know, almost every weekend, but I didn't yeah. know that there were many art shows. Right. So I'd probably encourage myself to do more of that. Gotcha. And I would say save all of your drawings. Yeah. Because I'm still looking for some of my dumb doodles. Yeah. Because uh, I want to bring them back. I have some from like high school, but... Got you. They're not like little dumb creatures on planets that I really want to find. You know? Okay. So I'd say save all your stuff. Like Even if you think it's bad... Yeah. Wait till like 10 years and then you forget how to draw or something. You're going to really want those things back. Cool. Wasn't there a SpongeBob doodle where he had like had a pencil? Oh, yeah, and he would erase like himself crazy. or yeah. the, the creator would erase him or something. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, that was sort of like my capability back then. It's good. Uh, play you. piano. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah. Don't give up on piano because like I hear the piano and... It just immediately melts my soul. Yeah. And I wish I had that. Like, I can play drums. It doesn't melt anyone's soul. It just <laughs> makes people mad. Uh, Ladies like it sometimes. I, I play drums. Okay. Can you, like, <laughs> kick a beat for a girl to go to sleep to, you know? No, I will. Play guitar and then... Uh, yeah, that's and, true. And, and keys. Serenade. It's, it's a little more serenading. Yeah. I understand. Also, Andrew WK is, like, my one of my party idols. Got you. So... If I could be anything more like Andrew WK, which plays piano, then yeah. that I guess I'll start there. Cool. I got you. I got you. So, what do you have coming up? You got Art All Night. You're booked for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in April. April, cool. some, April like mid-April. Gotcha. Say like the 20-something. Yep. I'm sorry. I don't remember the date. Um, I have... I just finished up a solo show in Bedford, and that was really cool. Uh new town never been to before mm-hmm. explored there a little bit uh bedford springs was awesome highly rec- recommend going there cool uh then i just had a solo opening like last sunday and that was at headkeeper in greensburg cool which was really cool because all my friends could come to that because uh, it was close enough yeah and, and that's where you were born and raised and i was born and raised in pittsburgh and okay. then moved to ligonier so i'm like an hour away got you um but i'm still down here all the time yeah yeah and then Somerset, after that one, I'll have a it's some, um, Laurel Art Center. Okay. Have another solo show there directly following. And That's then, out on the way towards um, 
Johnstown, right? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know where Bedford was either, but <laughs> I'm, I'm liking that I get to explore these places, right? right? Good, good. And then uh, Square Cafe in July, I have a solo show there. So it'll be the same stuff. It's the graveyard shift. Okay. And it's all those slime characters and my recent um, abstract uh, cartoon characters making sort of like a tour, which cool. is really, really, really neat. Also, I'm excited for the Square Cafe one because like I just love going in there. Yeah. And that'll be cool. Art, um, local art show, and, and you'll you'll be up there for like a month. Mm-hmm. Cool. All those places so, should be about a month. Yeah, um, I mean that one will be nice because I think you'll you'll see a lot of people that maybe don't go to art shows mm-hmm. that will just randomly go to the cafe and be like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. And and so there'll, there'll be some association there. It's always good to get out of the scene, like you're like you're in a scene, and mm-hmm. it's good to it's good to have that. But then to to break out of that and do something on the side, yeah, that's that's key. I think yeah, it's like a cafe. Yeah, yeah, it's and perfect. It's different, but they also have wall space, right? So they could be a gallery, you know. Sure. Also, go there yeah. in July and get their coffee. It's like the best coffee around. Nice. We used to live out there for like just a tiny bit, and yeah. I miss that. And the breakfast is just like so amazing. So good. Yeah, I'm cool. excited for that. Cool. And then you got this art show. Oh yeah, come by art. That's yeah. uh, April fifth. I don't. Know, this will probably air after that, but no, I think we'll get it up. Oh, uh, really? What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. We're on the ball. I like this. We're getting it. Yeah. There's... Um, there's like thirty different artists with all like affordable pieces, which is really cool. It's yes. a cool concept. Yeah. Um, I have some stuff from like 2016. That was in a flood, and uh, those are kind of pieces that are very unique in that way, but also like they're very unique because that are old like I don't have yeah. old things and they're they're cheap they're like 50 60 bucks so nice. nice yeah I got a little preview of them tonight yeah definitely worth looking at so come down there's gonna be if if uh, whether you're someone that goes to art shows regularly mm-hmm. or if you haven't been to an art show yet or you don't go very often come by art well it's just first Friday you should go yeah. to first Friday because there's even if you don't like art thing there's a million different other places you can go, and, yeah. and that's what and I love. And this will be about. one of the first ones where it's nice out. Yeah, the weather's breaking. Yeah, and if you're not watching from Pittsburgh or the East Coast, <laughs> we've had we've had a, a little bit of a long winter. I mm. feel like I don't know, I don't know how to compare Dang it, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's it it keeps teasing us. It'll get warm for a couple of days, and then like yeah, tomorrow it'll be snowing. Yeah, come on, man, we're almost <laughs> there. So I'm uh, I'm excited for it to to finally settle in. Oh yes, and enjoy it. My son is excited to for it to be a little bit warmer. Play outside. He's uh, the other day. He's like, uh, and he's he's he'll be five next month, and he he's like, it's nice out. Can we play Nintendo outside? <laughs> it's sure, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, man, you can play that thing anywhere. Play it. Go for it. Rock out. That's awesome. So that's yeah, what, that's so the idea of playing outside. <laughs> I love seeing videos of your kid. He's the best. Thank you. Thank you. And um, and he actually we had a conversation the other day. This this is a good thing to bring up. Um, we were driving through Pitt, and I was showing him the buildings, and I'm like, "This is this is school, mm-hmm. but this is like an extra school." He's like, "I don't like school." I'm like, "Well, you go here, and the idea is that." If you do this extra school, when you go to work, you can get a better job and you can make more money. Mm-hmm. And I'm obviously he's four, almost five, right. and he's like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." 
I'm like, well, what are you going to do for money? He's like, I don't need money. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> cool. I'm like, but what are you going to, like, what are, you're going to need to buy things, you know, yeah. food. You need to have a place to live. He's like, I'll live with you. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. But eventually you're going to need to, to buy your own things. Right. He's like, he's not buying it. He's just like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Like, you, you couldn't get me interested for anything. There's like, I let like a minute go by. I'm like, you know, if you become the best, per, the best drawer, mm-hmm. like he loves drawing. Yeah. He'll sit and color for hours. That's awesome. And I'm like, if you become the best, people will actually buy your drawings. Yeah. He's like, his ears perked up. He's like, tell me more. <laughs> He's like, what? You could do that? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. You want people to buy, buy your drawings? They'll buy your drawings. Just, they just have, the only thing is they got to be the best. Mm-hmm. And he's like a little bit interested. I'd say like the best for but, your age. Like if a six year old put out some cool stuff, sure, I'd buy it. Right. Putting that Etsy account up for a six year old, I think that's awesome. Do it. Yeah, tell him to do it. Don't. You uh, yeah, do no, it. Tell, I got you. Yeah, I'll do it. That's fine. I'll give him all the money too. Yeah. Okay. That, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Then let me know what that Etsy account's okay. called. Okay. When we when we get there, I'll let you know. Sweet. We'll do that on the follow up episode, which is in yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go from there. Let's do a collab. Halloween 2021. What if his drawings are better than mine? Watch out. It's all right. It doesn't doesn't matter. I don't really care about art. It it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? I like the concept that art doesn't matter to anybody. Like It really doesn't have to exist. It doesn't matter... Um, but people do love it. It's like a thing that, thank God it's there. You know? Yeah. But also, it does. It's not like a necessity. Um, people don't need it. I don't think anyone like needs it to survive. I, but it's it's one of those I think things. Mentally, that, it's important. Mentally, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it doesn't really matter. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I think that in in a black and white sense, you need food, shelter, water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the end of the day for you to survive mm-hmm. from A to B. But if you want to have any dynamic and dimension to your life, mm-hmm. you need color and you know what I mean? You can't, it can't be just that black and white. Yeah. I mean, that's like prison. Yeah. Life would you know be awful I mean? without any colors. So like or... you go from like, all right, I can eat and sleep and whatever. Like that's, that's life without art. Mm-hmm. I mean. People might not appreciate it. Um, my dad went to the Grand Canyon and he's like, "It's a rock." He didn't. He wasn't impressed. Yeah. But he go. We we was, we grew up on a sailboat and he looks out at the ocean and he thinks it's gorgeous. Yeah. And you can see as ocean as far as you can see. He thinks right. it's he thinks it's the greatest thing. I mean, in the everything world. is a creation. Yeah. Right. So everything right. is art. But you just don't know it, or you don't conceive it that way. I got you. But my point is, different people appreciate different things. Mm, But you can't discount and say that art isn't anything when art is everything to some people. Yeah, for sure. So, I like I like to think of it that art doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I think that's what gives me like a lot of uh, like I don't worry about creating something really good or like I you don't have to be so tight on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I painted in front of like like a, a lot of people last yeah. weekend right and you know just keeping that mindset of mm-hmm. this doesn't matter like creating I, this, I get that creating I, this in front of these people like it doesn't matter what if they like it or not 
right. doesn't matter if it turns out good or not. Yeah. But like, I'm still doing it. Like, I'm getting paid to be here sure. to paint. That's awesome. That that yeah. that matters to me. But like, doing it and knowing that these people don't, they don't even understand what I'm doing. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm smearing stuff with my fingers, and um, trying to create something that looks good in my eyes. That's that's where it makes me wonder, or it makes it eases my mind to think that way mm-hmm. because you can easily stress yourself out. Yeah. And you can easily be like, oh my God, these people are watching me for, you know, they're staring at me. That's kind of awkward. But right. if you put, like, if you're like a kid, you know, kid doesn't really, when you ask him to draw something, like shark, if you're like, shark, draw me a shark. He was yeah. just, it doesn't, didn't matter at all. Right. But like 20, 20 year old yeah. shark, you're like, shark, draw me a shark. It would matter. <laughs> and, yeah. But if yeah, you can yeah, yeah, put yeah. your mind in that like kid like mindset of it not mattering or it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. um, it's safe. Yeah, it's fr- completely free. Well, so to put that in context for me, we like, so I have a printing business and we, you know, we run a big copy machine and I, I sometimes have to remind the people that work for me as well as myself, like, hey, it's just copies mm-hmm. because it's easy to get built up. People come in, they have these unrealistic, unrealistic expectations that we can do something with folding and scoring and, and trimming and you know something that's real elaborate right there on the spot and we can do a thousand of them right away it's mm-hmm. like whoa that's an eight hour job yeah and we need three days to do that we can't do that right now but we can give you a hundred of them mm-hmm. it, it, but we're gonna need an hour at least you know whatever it is it's um we can we can get that pressure built up or we can we can look at it and like yo it's just paper mm-hmm. relax yeah it's not the end of the world. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out some solution. Mm-hmm. So definitely sometimes just need to chill out. Yeah, for sure. I, I get that. What's the best advice you would give somebody to relax? Like how, would you, how do you relax? That's a good question. Um, I, I think a lot of people describe me and I describe myself as pretty relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. from, coming from like Southern California, People say I have that vibe. Okay. So that, like, they're just like, oh, yeah, you, they'll even call me. So, like, oh, yeah, Southern California over here, you know, he's, he's not stressed out over okay. anything. Um, I, I do try to let a lot roll off my shoulders. I've been a small business owner for 12 years, and I'm only 32. It's been um, a big learning experience having no one above me to, you know, yell at. So yeah. if someone has a problem, they have a problem directly with me. Uh-huh. Someone leaves a bad review, that bad review, that's mine. Yeah, I right. have to own that. Yeah. Every single one that's a good one, freaking awesome. Yeah. But the so stresses are real. Money is a huge can be a huge, huge stress. Mm-hmm. Um and like as much money as we've made, like it's never been like a huge abundance. It's always been like enough mm-hmm. and all right grow a little bit all right that's enough and then grow a little bit we've, we've been tight mm-hmm. but we've never been too late on things yeah so it's like there's a, a balance and um, being a small business we're, we're always trying to flex when we can and grow when we when we have those moments of we have a influx of work then we have an influx of our team gets a little bit bigger in the winter time Stuff starts to slow down a little bit. A couple people, you know, find other things to do, and then we we work with what we got and, and get through the winter, and then we can we can grow a little bit more. And every time we do that, 
then we grow. I feel like uh, it gets bigger and bigger every time. So, but as far as what I do to relax, I remember for one, the there's a lot for me to be thankful for. Yeah. So that's the first thing, and you'll see my response when I email back. Most of the time, my first thing, hey, thanks for reaching out. Really appreciate working with you. Mm-hmm. And then I go into like the rest of my sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, when someone walks in the door, the you know they're going to hear it at some point. Hey, you know, th- we really appreciate working with you. It's um, we do have a lot to be thankful for. I'm here. Like if you watch Gary v- Vaynerchuk, Gary V, he says it's like uh, 400 trillion to one that you're a human and not a microphone or camera. And I get it. Like yeah. like you are here. Do something that matters. So like you need to budget just like you budget your money and your time and what you eat. Mm-hmm. You should budget your emotions. Mm, true. And I think that that is probably the, the main thing that I see, especially with Americans that they don't do. Um, I don't watch any news. I don't, yeah. I don't pay attention to pop culture. Yeah. Um, I'm not interested in um, Kardashians or you know what's going on. Like I'll hear things a little bit. Yeah, but that's enough. I th- I think that like that those things people are willing to stress their lives over um, other people's lives that they have right. no clue who they are and they never will. Yeah, it's like like people who who love drama. It's just like all right, like some people like that and they enjoy it, but I can't let my like like that stress will build up to more stress later. Like, right. so if I'm stressed about what, you know, <laughs> what they're doing over here, then something happens in my life where I, I get to stress out for real. You know, my car's not working right, or I'm late to something, or whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Then that stress is that much bigger because I'm already holding on to other things. So just, I don't even deal with it. Um, people, there's a room there's room in everyone's life for, to deal with people that are, that might cause you a little bit more stress, but you have to figure out how to manage that. Yeah. And you can't let those people be around you consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know your tipping point, know, know yourself well enough that you can be healthy for them. Mm-hmm. And whether it's only talking to them once a week or once a month, um, that person may kind of need you or they, I have people that I mentor, I have people that, that might need my guidance or whatever, and I'll help them out when I can. Sometimes I'm just too busy, but sometimes they're too much. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't, yeah. do, I can't do it. That's fine, but there's a time and place. So knowing what that time and place is mm-hmm. and being able to take advantage of, of knowing yourself and where you're at, I think that, that that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So I like what you said about managing your emotions, but I was thinking... Yes. In in, tw- in in ways of certain people, then you brought that all correct, together. Correct, correct. That's very true. Well, so with managing your emotions, I think that it's it's about budgeting. So you, you don't think about emotions as a spend, but let's say like um, there's a spoon theory, right? Where, where or, or your tank. And so some people, it's like my tank is only this big. So when, when they do this, this, and this, they're done for the day. They can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're exhausted, like mentally, physically exhausted. They yeah. can't do anything else. I have gotten to that point maybe once or twice. Like my, I have lots of spoons. I have a big tank. 
Um, I can do a lot. I can make quick, hard decisions and on to the next thing. And that's what's made me good at business. But at the same time, like spending on those emotions, if you, if you let emotions roll and not to say that I've never been through like a depression, mm. it happens. But yeah. I think that there's a certain amount, if you're level and like a little bit of depression can be good because it, it, you need the, those highs and lows. Sure. You can't just yeah, always you're gonna get, you're going to get it. Right. So budget your emotions, meaning I'm willing to limit what you're willing to spend your time, energy, thoughts, and heart into. Okay. And if you, if you do that, and you're, you're, you notice yourself dwelling on things, you notice yourself um, worrying about certain things, um, do whatever it takes, and everyone's a little bit different, to, to shift your mindset. Call up a friend, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you need to go hang out with someone, go play some pool, or whatever it is, you know, to just like, to, to make that shift. Because once you can get out of that mindset for an hour or two, I think it should be pretty easy for the most part to 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 bounce off of that thing Mm -hmm. and then then you can kind of refocus get back into it and spend your emotions people don't think about emotions as being a spend on what they should be and which is the right people um the right things spend your energy on what it whatever it is um you you have a, a battery life in your in your cell phone and like there's some people that plug it in when it gets to 50 and there's some people that plug it in when it gets to three, Yeah, you know? And if you do that with your emotions and you get to zero and it goes yeah. out, then you are right. done. That's interesting. I always wait till 1%. Or yeah. it seems like I was doing like right at 1%. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a thing. No, I, I do too. Yeah. I do too. And it's, uh, yeah, you just gotta know yourself. Self-awareness is, is a big, 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 big thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, creativity, I think, comes from happiness or sadness. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's an equal balance. Mm-hmm. A lot of my work looks really happy, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily thrive off of just happiness. It's not, right. And I don't thrive off of sadness either, but it's really there, the emo, just the emotion that is happening right. um, will find itself. And maybe sometimes people will see it, maybe they won't, but yeah. like just the fact that you're creating, I think, helps you curve whatever emotion you're going through or you know for me it's painting but for other people it's you know whatever the thing is sewing whatever right i think it helps curve your mind in the right direction of where you want to be where you actually need to be absolutely also when it's me painting it's just me by myself so i have tons of time to think (laughs) yeah i get you awesome well tell me where we can find you um like online social media stuff and um, all that yeah um my Instagram is zs underscore art underscore com. Cool. ZachSorakiArt.com. And Facebook, you can just search Zach Soraki Art or uh, Facebook slash S-I-E-R-O-C-K-I Art. And, I mean, those are the... Or you can find me in person, wherever. I mean, find me in person. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the best part about the art. <laughs> Come <laughs> hang out with me. I don't care if you buy art. I like, yeah. I like hanging out with people. It's cool. my favorite thing. I get to meet all sorts of people. Yeah. Um, and just meeting new, new diff, like different people that you would never meet. And they come up and talk to you because you just painted something. 
seems ridiculous, but that's like the best. I'm awkward. I don't like to go up and talk to people, you know, that much. But yeah. when they come up and talk to me, it's a lot easier. Gotcha. So yeah, find me at find me at Art All Night. I'll be there. Cool. Uh, I'll be painting something. Will uh, Meatball be there? Meatball is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. All right. Uh, He's not with me right now. Tell, tell real quick before we sign off. Uh-huh. Tell him a little bit about Meatball. Yeah, Meatball is the cutest little English and British bulldog you've ever seen, and he likes to. My favorite. He likes to slobber and he <laughs> likes to run. Like we run all the time, but that guy is just the most. Like he just has a personality, and it's like completely love. It's like yeah. all love. You yeah. can't look at him and be like, I. I love this dog. Right. I take him into places like <laughs> I take him into places that dogs aren't allowed, and like yeah. the people that should be yelling at me, they're like, "Oh, he's so cute!" Like right. Meatball is just the cutest thing ever. So, right. awesome. yeah, find Meatball. Don't worry. Screw the art stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm going to go hang out with Meatball. Yeah, I'll he'll be, be on your next. <laughs> we'll have Meatball next. Awesome. Appreciate you being on. Thank you very much. We'll do it again soon. Love this. Thank, Thank you for you. doing it. Absolutely.